bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. Uh my birthday <laughs> memo. I hate my fucking birthday so much. And I know it it sounds like I don't hate it. I feel like I talk about it like I don't hate it, but I do hate it. And the only reason I even thirst around is because I know that I can't avoid it. Like like if I knew you, like my mom, if I, anyone I know would not mention it, mm-hmm. if everybody would just be like, like Molly Ringwald, like just 16 candles, just forget it. Yeah. I would not mention it. I swear. But I know that I don't have anyone that will do agree to do that. No, because <laughs> everyone knows or believes that even if we did do that in some way, that would make you feel bad. Oh, no, no, no. I'd like it. You would like it. Yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. I just, I start dreading it back in okay. like. Okay. All right. But it wouldn't All matter right. if you, now, well, of course, you can't just be the only one who does it because no one else is going to agree to do it. <laughs> and that's the thing. But I just like, I don't know if it's like, you know, like feeling like a failure or, you know, as you, it's like birthdays are for young kids. You know what I mean? And kids who are like, it's fine. I'm poor. Things like that. As you get older, you're just like, yeah, this isn't really how this was supposed to turn out. You know what I mean? It's so the birthday for you is just a reinforcement of your own personal feelings of your own. Yeah. Of your own, what you yeah. feel, what you think or feel is a, that your own failures. And it's like quantifying that. Yeah. yeah. You know, because it's like you're, it's a thing of your life and you just, it, it, because it's your birthday, it's like you're born and here you are and you just evaluate. And yeah. I, don't, I don't really want to be doing that. And neither do I. I don't blame you at all. But you know what? We got this message. It th- That's how it always goes, you know? It's like, you know, the Lord, our Heavenly Father, our Savior, Christ. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From Hillsong. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. um... Jesus. Uh-huh. He, he sends you the messages you need mm-hmm. right when you need them. And that's what it is, my mouth. That's our Heavenly true. Father. Right. And mm-hmm. the thing was, we got this message from one of our Patreon subscribers, Nick... Right. Nyuk. 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 <laughs> it really, it, it was so nice. It made me feel so grateful for this life that I call a failure and, <laughs> and my, my body of work. It made me feel good. It was exactly why the Lord Jesus Christ has died on the cross for our sins, because this is why he sent this message via Nick. And I was like, Oh my God, like literally I was just literally sitting here feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. And then Nick made me feel so good. Okay. Well, good. Well, here's what Nyuk said. 
I'm writing simply to offer my sincere gratitude. Backstory. I've suffered from super fun clinical depression for about 20 years. Started in college. I'm now 39. Things have ebbed and flowed over the years based on life circumstances and med efficiency. Med efficacy. Just basically the efficacy. Yeah, the effectiveness of his meds. Right. I've never wanted to commit the big S, so that's a plus, but it's a nightmare. So he's saying he never wanted to commit suicide, and that is good. Yeah. On to the business at hand. Yeah, let's get to me, Nick. I've been going through a rough patch and recently found the Patreon. I've been binging, and it has given me such a lift. So I just wanted to say thank you. Even though you don't take yourself super seriously, please know that your work matters. You are both incredibly bright, your banter is hilarious and delightful. I share your interests, cultural references, and passion for foul language, and have come to consider you friends in my head right alongside Leah Remini. I have no idea how many people listen to you, but you have made a difference in at least one fag's life. With gratitude, Nick. P.S. This message was too long, but... Adderall. PPS, my husband refuses to venture into podcast land, but one day I was listening to your Patreon podcast and he commented, this reminds me of those women we loved from People's Couch. Can you find out what happened to them? (laughs) Ding dong. (laughs) Here's what happened to them. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Here we are. So you know what? If if people enjoyed our uh, People's Couch, then they would enjoy our Patreon podcast. They sure would. I think so. Sometimes we've been people's couch videos and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we do a lot of, I mean, it's all the same shit. It's the only time same. we're not doing people's couch is on this fucking podcast. We've talked about stupid fucking politics. <laughs> um, if you are interested, we are um, <laughs> always pushing. We're pushing, pushing, pushing our Patreon podcast onto people. Yeah. It's how we survive. Uh, <laughs> so the Patreon is really our life's blood. <laughs> and you can go to julianbrandy.com. You can go to dumbgaypolitics.com. Or you can simply just go to the blurb description of this episode, uh, and there's a link where you can listen to a free free episode of our Patreon podcast. If you've listened to it, uh, if you've heard it before, you can listen to it again. Eventually, you're going to end up joining, because same way we all do, you end up doing Peacock, you end up doing <sighs> yeah. Paramount+, Plus, you end up doing Discovery+, Plus, so you can watch the Hillsong doc. You, you, get them all. you just do them all. And that's what's And then one day now. you're like, I've got BBC Select. I have BBC Living. I have BBC, just BBC. I have BritBox. Two different PBSs. TV. I have PBS SoCal, PBS Living, uh, BBC Select. Already said that one. Oh, right. Disney Plus. And you know what happens when you do wake up one day and you have all those? You say to yourself this. Why did I not just do this in the first place? I know. Because I missed so many years. And that's the thing. Now, Nick, who really made me happy for my birthday he really did yeah and he didn't even know that it was for my birthday nick is now binging the patreon and um that's fun that is fun because there's just we've had some other notes about people binging and they're having a good time yeah and we like that yeah like that's years and years and years of that's oof. of us being dick bags and it's <laughs> it's nick's and he said he said mm. it gave me such a lift he wrote stars around such a lift. Like, this is somebody who says they had clinical depression. Like, I just have to say, like, you know, that feels good. It made me feel a yeah. really, like, I don't know. It's not like I'm like, oh, I'm so proud of us. It's more just like if our stupid shit helps somebody that, like, you know, that gives me, like, it brings a tear to the eye. Yeah, and that's good. <laughs> and that makes it, gives a reason to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, Devin Verana, Mau Mau, our erotic third. Mm-hmm. Her, I know her. Her father died, uh, like a couple years ago, on like either 
on my birthday or like the day before, right around my birthday. Mm -hmm. So it's always, I know, like a bad, probably painful time of year for her, but she's always so supportive. Now, we never even mentioned that Devin Brana sent to us basically a toddler sized <laughs> stuffed penguin. Okay. Yeah. It is so Amazing. fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. And yep. <laughs> it's the size of an actual penguin, a regular penguin. An, em- an emperor no, penguin. I think it's the size of regular little penguins that we saw, even though it's huge. Emperor penguins are up to our waist. The, the penguin that Devin Verona sent is like basically up a little to bit knee. to the knee. Yeah. But now that's a huge stuffed animal huge. for anybody who's wondering. The penguin came. is in a huge box. It's up to our knee. It's a huge penguin. But emperor penguins are like disgustingly huge. I love that. I want to be around one so bad. I love that. I love that. There can't be big enough. I wish there was a cow sized penguin. I think they're the size of, yeah, they're a size of a, of Horse? a, of a child. Good. A, a, I love it. I want yeah. it. Not a toddler, it. a child, like a tween. Yeah, and I think that's amazing. <laughs> I can't even imagine it's a big that. ass bird, like an emu and shit. Yeah, like coming up to you <sighs> with its arms out, like oh, and it's just chubby and. Well, Devin, uh, didn't stop at the penguin. She got dog sweaters, and it's just you know the thing is, it's like she, her dad, it's like this is like the anniversary of her losing her father, you know. Yeah. So it's so sweet for her to be celebrating Pee Wee twenty three and. I don't know. It just made me feel also really, really special. She made me feel really loved. Yeah, that's nice. Happy birthday, Brandy. I hope Pee Wee and the other puppas enjoy these sweaters. Here's to a great year in Pee Wee 23. XOXO Devin Vrana. And the sweaters are shock. Okay. <laughs> they are high end. They are so fucking cute. They all say Pee Wee 23 on them. Yep. And different, oh, you immediately put the white one. On, on Mighty. I yeah. love it. It's like white with a rainbow heart. I love it. There's a navy with red hearts which is kind of yes. like a calm de garçon also type of love. moment i love it and then we have the black one that has a skull on it also love yeah. giving like a chrome hearts energy love that and they all say peewee 23 and it's which is cool because he is kind of like their leader yes you know which is great he's like yeah he's a nervous dictator yeah he used to say on um you know that guy who would the, caesar milan yes yeah, caesar milan mm-hmm. thank you so much Devin. like really thank you so much truly now I, all, all three of these girls, these girls are kind of like legendary Patreon um, <laughs> ladies. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got Devin and Flora and Sasha Flick. Okay. So Sasha, meow meow, sent this, this lamp. Okay. Now, we have not, Sasha already gave me the gift of all gifts, which was the Hillsong doc, which has changed my life <laughs> yes. and really got me back in touch with Jesus. And it really how has. How much I love Jesus. It really fucking has. And how horny I am for Jesus. I mean, you are horny for Jesus. <laughs> so. I have never heard you humming. <laughs> all of a sudden, I hear you going like. Well, you're in here learning the song, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love, I'm like on the guitar. Like, this is a whole thing. It's wake, a whole world. I wake up in the middle of the night. I have to put it on. I'm like, well, I have to put on Hillsong. Middle of the night. Now, she got us this. It's called Dream Color Smart Corner Floor Lamp. I think it st- stands up. Now, like I said, we haven't put it together. We haven't opened it. It's a stick that stands up, and I think it changes colors and does cool stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think it's going to be a total mood. Julie and Brandy, a combo holiday gift and new drug den gift and an early birthday candle of sorts for Brandy. I know it's from the dreaded season, but just embrace on. <laughs> yeah. but just embrace all your future colorful hallucinations. Mm, yeah, I'm, I think it's going to go so good in here. Great. Don't you? Yeah, it's perfect. And we need always need the lighting. 
Perfect. So it, that was really um, exciting, and I'm excited to put put it together. Mm-hmm. And then Anne Flora, who is our, all, she's just always so supportive. Now she lost her mom as well. Not like mm-hmm. I think I think I think she lost her mom like maybe like the 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 first week of January. So it's not Oof, like right at my still... birthday, which is January nineteenth. Uh huh. Um, shared with Dolly Parton, yes, Edgar Allan Poe, uh-huh. and Janis Joplin. Mm-hmm. And never to be forgotten, Jody Sweeten of the Crystal uh, Meth, Full House fame. The famous Jody Sweeten. There's yes. so many people that have January 19th. It's like it's a thing. I don't know if we're all thirst buckets or what. And I got is. to meet her. <gasps> That's right. It's you all did, coming around. Yeah, That's so did, weird. You did the TV she was show. A, she was nice. Yeah, I'm sure she's totally she nice, very right? Nice, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, So this is kind of like a, this is probably a sad, like, I, well, you know, it's a really sad time for Anne. So it was a really sweet that she... She sent this gift that was so just thoughtful and touching. Yeah. Dear Julie and Brandy, I just wanted to send this present along for Brandy's birthday and belated holiday gifts for you both. My family and I had to sell my mom's house last year and sifting through all of her belongings was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Opening every closet, drawer and cabinet was like repeatedly stepping on a thousand emotional landmines. Ugh. In addition to that misery, I found out that my dear best friend Ted died over the summer. He was a mentor to me and had a profound impact on my career. But most of all, he was goofy and fun, and he was my closest friend in the whole world. I also had to have two of my cats euthanized, including my mom's cat, Timmy, this past New Year's Day. It's just been an avalanche of death and grief, and I'm so over it. End of depressing part. As many other family members have said over the years, your podcasts have kept me going, and I'm so glad I found you both and the Patreon community. Happy belated holidays, happy new year, and happy birthday to you, Brandy. Pee-wee 23. Love, Anne. P.S. Sorry for being lazy and sending cash for the holiday gifts, but I didn't know what else to do. As some stand-up comedian said about the lunacy of gift cards, you take money that's perfectly good everywhere and use it to buy something that's only good in one place. Amen. I forgot. I literally already forgot that Anne sent envelopes filled with cash because, Anne, you know where gift cards can't be used? Street drugs. And that's exactly what we use the cash for. Right? Like, it was so right on time, wasn't it, Memo? I, it's just amazing. I just, yes, it was amazing. So, because I. I mean, I so can't. So, here's I, the, the, the present. It's like, um, as if, you know, we, we have a gold record. You know what I mean? You know how, yeah. basically, I'm telling the 14 listeners that it's a framed record. It's, what do they call those records? 45s? It's a 45. Yep. And, and it still has the um, the thing you put in the 45. So if we ever popped it out, we could play it on an actual record player. You know how these things in the middle? Oh, That's yeah. Cool. So read it, Mama. Well, you came and you gave without taking. And I need you today, oh, Brandy, from my mom's collection, Love and Flora. That is a quote from the song. So she gave the, her mom's 45 of Mandy which is my birthday song and my song with Meow Meow. And it's, I mean, I think it's so touching that she gave us that. Yeah, it's very touching. It's very touching. And this is from her mom's collection. So we're always going to have this. Not only is it uh, your song, and, and for people who might, and we've said this before, but if you don't know, Mandy by Barry Manilow is actually from a song entitled Brandy. He changed the name because he likes men. <laughs> And so I think, when we I sing think that's it, why he changed the yeah. name. So when we sing it, we go and we go back to Brandy. But we didn't know that it was originally called Brandy. Not until this year. We just did that anyway. And Correct. It's so sweet, Anne. Thank you so much. Yeah, so sweet. 
Now it's time for another edition of Ryan's Recaps. Ryan, no denying, strong and striving to be the best. Ryan keeps applying, keeps on trying to meet the test. There's a little guy I know, and I'm proud to call him bro. He's ready to compete, and he's very hard to beat. Never want to quit and run. Works hard until the work's all done. It's a little guy I know, and I'm proud to call him bro. Uh, this is our segment called Ryan's Recaps, where we get reality podcast star Ryan Bailey to recap boring political hearings or news like he's recapping a fight between Lisa Rinna and Kathy Hilton. Ryan is the host of our favorite reality roundup podcast, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. If you haven't gotten in, get ready to get your life because we are obsessed. He's funny, he's smart, and his takes are very deep, honey. Very, very deep. deep. That's right. And today we're gonna get <laughs> today we're gonna get his take on everything going on with the rotted house Republicans, Hunter Biden's laptop, and Joe Biden's top secret, <laughs> no girls allowed, Corvette man cave filled to the brim with five classified pieces of paper from thirty. 13 fucking years ago. So without further ado, it's time for another Ryan's Recaps with Ryan Bailey. I cannot, it's only the second week of the year and the shit has already hit the fan. I was thinking that today. I, my mom said something about Christmas and I go, Mom, that, that was so long. You know, I was like, that was so long ago. And it was just a couple weeks ago. It feels like it feels like we're three months into the year already. It's crazy. And it just makes me so depressed for the next two years. <laughs> Two yeah, years of this nightmare. Well, I think we're waking up to the fact that as you get older, you're like, oh, this is just going to happen the rest of my life. <laughs> There's no, you've got to like, just like, just stay calm because this is going to be the rest of our lives. And then maybe I was just a super big idiot for the first like 20 plus years of my life. And now I'm like waking up to the fact of like, oh, this happens every four years and two years and two years and two, like it's just, it's nonstop. And it just seems like it's getting worse, but maybe it's been bad all along. Yeah. I mean, I never paid attention. So you might be right. I mean, is this how tortured people were like during like Bush those times? Yeah. They probably were. Okay. I was I'm like off voting for like seventy six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This I, seems pretty bad really? right now. Yeah. Like this, even the the most well, the most pretentious political people are like, well, there's nothing like this happens since eighteen ninety. It just seems like. <laughs> oh, that's right. This the that whole vote with the speaker, right? That was yeah, like historical. Historical, and then what's well, that was that was. That was it, was, it was, all of a sudden became like American Idol. Like I was on a Friday night at 11. I was like watching that Friday at 11 p.m. Like I was like, let's keep going. Like I thought it was like Big Brother where I was like, do I pay for like access to like after hours in the year? Like it was, it was wild that that kept going. And then the news, you know, the pundits were like, yeah, they were saying like, well, it hasn't happened like this. You know, it went up to 200, uh, 200 votes 200 years ago or some, you know. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It can, was. It was like I, the live feeds. That's a good call. We needed to get like the Big Brother live feeds yeah. on it. Yeah, the live feeds. That's exactly right. It was like watching Big Brother. It was like watching Big Brother or 
American Idol or a, a, um, So You Think You Can Dance or any fucking competitive reality show uh, to, to, for the way it was insane. It was absolutely fucking insane. I've never seen well, anything insane, like it. It's insane, but it's also insane then. So this guy, Kevin McCarthy, finally gets it after like, you know, eight billion uh, votes. And he's celebrating on a Friday night. He's going through all the speeches. Everybody's exhausted. And he's like, you know, now's the time to come together. This is, you know, I'm going to be fair and, you know, making it all like, I'm so proud. I'm from Bakersfield, which I was like, what is going on in Bakersfield, California, that this guy got elected in the first place? And then immediately, like immediately they start investigating the next week. Like, how are you, like, once again, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, but there's nothing helping us by just constantly investigating everybody. I'm like, when do you guys find time for actual work for the people? Because it doesn't seem like the people anymore. It just seems like you're just trying to get back at Biden now. And you're just trying, like Hunter Biden, like, my God, get off it. The guy has nudes, <laughs> smoke crack. and did Yes, I agree with all of that. Thank God Hunter Biden is not the president. Thank God. Speaking of Hunter Biden, so what do you think? What's your take on the whole Hunter Biden we we did some digging, and yes, I will admit, I watched the videos. I watched them. <laughs> I did. He looks like a good time. He looks yeah, like we, a we good really time. We really want to party with him, quite frankly. <laughs> I mean, That's what, I mean, listen, I've been, I've, you know, God, I mean, once again, in my twenties, I had days where I hung out with a hunter, Hunter Biden. You know, like those are <laughs> bad nights. Like, I'm glad there's no Hunter Bidens in my life right now, but I also don't have to worry about Hunter Biden. Just like I don't have to worry. About like, well, I do actually worry about Trump's kids now that I think about it. But, you know, like I just, yeah, man, that's a troubled dude, obviously. Yeah. And it, if it if we find out that, you know, because they, they just don't seem to want to let it go. And that's the part where I'm like, oh, dude, like even the Joe Biden stuff with him, find, you know, finding the uh, top secret, you know, uh, paperwork or the five pages in his <laughs> cool man cave. Like. <laughs> That, that's at least something like, OK, OK, fine. That's something. Let's investigate that. But the kid stuff. Come on, you guys. Like, you're, it's not you're not going to find QAnon all of a sudden. I mean, I 100 percent agree. I was even I was annoyed even with January 6th. I mean, I clearly January 6th was horrific. And that, you know, but th but the investigation dragged on and on. I knew nothing was going to happen. It fucking was so distracting. It took all of the time. We got to deal with fucking Liz Cheney every second. And we knew nothing <laughs> was going to happen and nothing did. And it's like, just cut the shit with the investigations. It's, I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even care about the classified documents of Trump's thing. I was like, leave Trump the fuck alone. Well, Let's let him get away and go see, whatever. See, that's what it, that's what it's and it, uh, that's what people seem to be pissed off at is that, well, what, like it's not enough that Biden's being investigated now. They want they wanted a full SWAT team. Now they're like, well, well, Trump had a SWAT team. So yeah. Joe Biden, they should have they should have taken him out of the White House and made him go to that Corvette garage and get him <laughs> himself. Like, like, listen, I, I understand. That's why they did. They have, you know, the special counsel assigned to it. Like, let the special counsel do what they do, but it's it's not tit for tat. Also, President Trump, uh, like, it was months and months of begging them to get these documents back. You know, yeah, the they, they had asked him for them, and he was like, he was like, whatever oh, for months. There was yeah. a negotiation with the lawyers. That's why it's so funny that it's like once Biden, you know, is like, okay, here it is. Yeah, I, I did that. I'm sorry. Uh, the special counsel will tell us more, and. 
I, I'm glad that they assigned. I mean, I'm not glad they assigned a special counsel because it seems more of a waste of time and money. But sure, if you're gonna, you know, get your panties in a bunch about it, do it. But I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's everything is so. Now I'm actually getting upset. Not so <laughs> exactly. You know That's why we loud. hate this I'm podcast, Ryan. Why we want to quit? <laughs> we don't want to do this anymore. We literally hate and doing Brandy, it. The, the January sixth stuff. The, like, what's what is livid is that the January we just have the two year anniversary of January sixth, and then. We did nothing's even changed because the people that kind of like were behind it are still elected. They were celebrated in the House of Representatives. You got Marjorie Taylor Weirdo and and Lauren Boobies and like and it, it's it, it, Matt Gates. Like nothing has changed. Like nothing. Kevin McCarthy went and flew down to Mar-a-Lago to have like you know to to say it was okay with Trump. Like they put Trump on the phone that night when Kevin won. Marjorie Taylor Greene passed the phone and, you know, it was a beautiful photo <laughs> where, it, where it, you know, had Trump on the phone passing it to Kevin McCarthy. I'm like, wow, the Republicans just never want to get their party back. Like, they just don't. They have a chance here <clears throat> and they, they still want it to be Trump's party. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. And what do you think? Sorry, I'll shut up, you guys. I just got I just Shut got up. What do you mean? You're here to talk. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah, we like it. Okay, if you were... Like the Democratic strategist, okay? <laughs> and so, for example, you earlier you said the Republicans were saying, well, Trump, they had a SWAT team with Trump and they should pull Biden out of the thing. But the thing yeah. is, there was no SWAT team with Trump. There was no actual SWAT team. The FBI went in, like in a movie, <laughs> yeah. in suits, yes. walked in, had a paper, was like, hey, hi, how are you? We have a warrant, and we're going to go ahead and come in here and look through everything. Okay? Great, cool. They walked in. Da-da-da-da. They quietly, gently did the thing. I'm sure they were dicks, because they're all dicks. <laughs> right. And then they left. So what are we doing wrong in our messaging where we can't make Democrats believe that, like, I don't know how we can one up them. I don't know what the messaging is that we can do. But if you were running the thing and let's say the marketing team of the whole Democratic, you know, oh, whole yeah, situation, yeah. Yeah. what are what are what are we doing? What are we going to do? Because we okay, need I to mean, fight I mean, this. I think, you know, I would ask for volunteers. And if not, I would assign people on the Democratic Party is that you got to be dicks. You got it. I mean, yeah, there's just that's so we got to have we got to have a handful of just dicks <laughs> of people like. Just willing to, you know, because, you know, they got the Jim Jordans and the Matt, like just yeah. loud mouths, just loud. And they're never honorable people in their actual lives. You know, everybody look up Jim Jordan, Ohio and boys and see what pops up. But like everybody needs to like Democrats are so like, oh, shucks, gee. And, you know, like we got big hearts and that's great. I love that. But, you know, we've got to have more of a backbone and more of a. This is ridiculous. I'm going to tell you how it is. And if you, you know, and just shout people down. Yeah. Because be like, shut the Republicans fuck up. Too bad. Shout, so what? Yeah. Too bad. I mean, Who Republicans cares? We don't care. do. And that's Trump's thing, too. Like, Trump, Trump is just really good at barking. And we don't have really good barkers. I mean, like, you have AOC and things like that. But you need a good centrist barker that can, like, really just annoy the crap out of cer certain people but like i will say republicans messaging it's horrible like i mean they fight about like gas gas stoves now oh. like, that's, like, they oh. are like the newsletter goes out they're like focus on gas stoves focus on gas and you're like oh give me a flipping break but it works I, also, it works but it, it works. does work 
like it's masks, gas stove. It's always about like these weird freedoms being taken away of like, how big of pussies are we as America? Like, I mean, I like, listen, even though the mask thing is so sad for me, it's like, we're complaining about wearing a mask. I know it's crazy. Like, you know, my mom's sick right now and I still have to, I have to wear a mask because she's sick, not because of COVID because of like, and guess what? A lot of people, like, you know, that's just, it's about germs and all that. Why can't we understand that? It's not, <laughs> it's not taking away freedoms, you know? Like, it's saying, let's, let's get out of this together so we can all share in more freedoms. Yeah. I, oh, I was thinking when you said we need dicks and that's perfect. That's yeah. the name of the episode. We need, <laughs> we need dicks. dicks. That's the name of the episode. Yeah. It's like it when the gas stove thing's happening, it's it's beyond. Okay. The level that they're a dog with a bone with this shit, but they're so good. They so are good. so good they're at, amazing it at it. Because the, yes. they do. Because I know I know my own mother, since you mentioned your mom, I guarantee you my mom, that would get into her zeitgeist and she would be furious because that bitch does not want to give up the gas stove, mom. I know you're listening. You don't oh, want to. Oh, and it would work oh. on her because they're trying to look for the housewife from the fucking 50s who doesn't want to yes. give up the gas stove, but they never were going to give it up. So Julie and I are watching fucking Karine Jean-Pierre, you know, the White House communications director. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she goes, I just want to make it clear. She stumbles over her words and absolutely in no way made it clear that we were not banning gas stoves. I'm like, well, Karine, you didn't make it clear, Karine. You didn't. And that, and that, exactly. And I do think that there has to be a thing in the dicks when the dicks go out, when the dick army, go, the army of dicks goes out, they utilize and use we're going to take your freedoms away from you that's where yeah. they get their people we're going to take yeah literally all someone has to say is guess what we found out scientists found out that like there's a <laughs> chemical in gas stoves that if the gas leaks in too much into your house you could get sick or die that's all that happened with the gas stoves that's literally all that happened and by the way and they yeah. took no that, by the way no shit and no shit no shit right okay. also no shit. smoking <laughs> is dangerous <laughs> so i mean it's literally it was the same thing with the smoking it's these things are bad for you, but then they glom onto it and go, the Democrats want to take that away from us. That's the most American thing you yeah. can do. The most yeah. American thing you can do is smoke a cigarette on a <laughs> gas stove. And uh, they're not going to tell me my gas stove is non-binary because if my gas stove is non-binary, <laughs> then it's a trans stove. And I can't, uh, 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 dicks, <laughs> jizz. Like, I can't, I don't even know where I, I, I. Okay, so I'm with my parents right now. And they even, and they're not Republicans, but I will tell you, they brought up the gas stove. Yes, I know. They brought it up on Friday it. night. They brought it up on Friday night. They heard it from their friends. I'm telling you, that's the thing Democrats need to do. We need to get it. people in retirement communities just to live amongst people to get yeah. the messaging. You, Julie, you were going to say they take away freedoms. What do we need to do? Say we're going to give you freedoms? Well, yeah, I think it has to be more like if or then appeal to taking freedom away. We are too earnest in our fucking messaging. But also, don't you think like even with like, and I hate to bring climate change. It's like, I wish I would love it if Democrats been like, okay, fine. Well, we're all going to fucking die in a hundred years. Have fun. The planet's dead. Have fun with that. Like you can like, I just want brutal messages where it's like, okay, we're going to use the money that we've all pulled together to make sure the plan. And you just start to realize people don't even give, seem to give a shit about their kids they, anymore. No, they, yes. Like, no, they, kids they, yes. They're thinking about their future. You know? Right. They, and people, we don't bring up the kids and we don't even bring up the kids. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's the only one who brings up the child judge. The child, say, judge, child judge. She's, by the way, the only one who's a dick. She's the only one yes. who would say, with all due, you don't know what you're talking exactly. about. You, exactly. The only that's one. that's another thing too. Nancy, that's, I'm so tired of like the uh, ages, not ages, but like the talk of Biden's age and Nancy's age and stuff like that. It's like, 
yeah, I get it. We all w wish we would like, we were still in our twenties and we looked amazing. And then everybody would listen to the messaging so much more clearly, but like, I'm just so tired. It's like all these Republicans talking about the age seem like to be really old shriveled up people themselves. And it's like, <laughs> you know, you, you're fine staying with your job. You're fine doing exactly. This. Like, it's it just all, it's yeah. so housewives. Okay. It's housewives. Yeah, it bubble, always, it always you know? goes back to housewives and the Democrats yeah. could yeah. learn from Republicans. I mean, in a million different ways, I wish that we could poach Kelly and Conway, get her on our side, have her fucking fight some battles. Cause she's the perfect example of somebody who goes out and, and no matter what, it, what anyone says, she'll look you in the eye and yeah. tell you the opposite thing. Alternative facts. And that's what we oh, need God. to have. We need to have happen. And so it's just like with the gas stove, climate change, perfect. They hate hearing about climate change. We he, need he, Ryan even said, he goes, not to bring this up, I hate to bring this up. Literally, Democrats are like ashamed to even say climate change because we turn into like the biggest pussies on the planet. Oh, right? yeah. We've, we've, been, we've, we've, we've been shunned. Yeah. Because, yeah. Right. We're like, <laughs> jokes. We're like embarrassing jokes because we care about spotted owls in right. Alaska. It's got to be a matter of doing it in a different way. You cannot have a rational debate with somebody whose foundation in life is the Bible and then have a normal conversation. So no. now we need to do is go in there, look and see what's doing in the Bible and and meet them in their own weird reality and try exactly. and psychologically turn it around. It's the only way this is going to change because what we're doing now is work. But the but the one thing that and I, and I do think this is a problem for the mainly the pro way progressive wing of the Democratic Party is they do come off as elitist. They do come off as arrogant. They come off as insufferable and they come off as know-it-alls and they come off as joking and but making fun of people and they are ageist. And how about AOC coming out and being like Nancy Pelosi is the greatest. She's the mentor. We and and coming out and having having uh, a appreciation and and starting there and having love within so that we are uh, confident together and come off as a fucking group. Yeah. But we're not. Yeah. We're divided. No, we're I, too divided. Yeah. Well, the thing that, that, that really bums me out, too, is that like I, you know, just by how I live my life, I should love Republicans because <laughs> I love I love to leave things to the last minute. I love to ignore huge problems. I love to focus. I love money. I love, to I love money. I love to focus. Yeah. I love to focus on some bullshit that does not matter in my life at yeah. all. And then yeah. I'll obsess about I'll obsess about it. Yeah. And then when things go completely wrong, I will just try to blame as many people as possible. And don't so forget, you're, you're also straight and white. And a man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, wow. I'm really. I'm, I'm gonna go hurt myself. <laughs> yeah. This is so that's like, real Republican. Oh, that's like, I should. They. They do. they But I think that's the sad thing is that I don't want a government like me. I want somebody that I want somebody that actually is looking out for me because I obviously can't do it for myself. And I'm not talking about 1984. And I'm not talking about Big Brother. I'm just saying, like, come on, guys. Like, it just. I think the pandemic and all that just like hyper realized how how horrible we seem to be like we yeah. just yep, it it really did. tested they really tested us and we proved we failed like yep. really i don't know how anybody walks around going well we handled that good like we fought about the weirdest weirdest things like mm -hmm. it was an insanely scary time for so many reasons and we found a way to politicize it and completely uh, just make it something that it wasn't like i mean yeah it, it, it's, it's such a bummer it is it's like i just want to say this reminds me of like when you said the thing about the Bible, mm -hmm. David Mamet went on like Bill Maher mm -hmm. and he, I think it was David Mamet. And he had this like really interesting thing about how we, he was, he was so interesting and articulate about why we all can't talk to each other and why like in the nineties or the eighties, you know, you have to be, 
everybody has to show up to the conversation with the same facts. And now we don't. That's correct. But then at the yeah. end of the interview, yeah. turns out, sweetie, he's a fucking Republican now. And I was like, right. go kill yourself. I'm going to kill myself, actually. I'm not even going <laughs> to kill yourself. Wait, David Mamet, David Mamet's a Republican yes. now? Yes. Oh, my God. Of course. I read Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross. I read that play so many times in high school. Of course he's a Republican. Yeah. I mean, true or false, even. Like, and, and I'm sitting there. I'm just like, you dick. You fucking asshole. <laughs> but that is. But he's absolutely right. We don't show up with the same facts. And then. And that's why no one can talk. And nobody can talk. And there is not going to be. And until we can go in and outsmart them at their own fake weird reality. And that is how the other thing is coming to terms with the fact that we can no longer say it's just sort of like Ryan. What you were just kind of saying is we can no longer say like, that's not who we are. That's not who <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> it is who we are. This is who well, we are. <laughs> so until we can face the facts of who we are. We will not change it. So you can't well, go into therapy and pretend you're something else and think you're going to change anything. I know. That's what I do. I lie. I mean, we I have lie. so much freedom. Did you, guys, did you guys watch that 60 Minutes piece on TikTok a couple months ago? Oh, God. Well, no, no just because awful. this is, I think this is like a good example was that, you know, it's, 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 you know, hard, it's, it's app was created in China, the technology and the algorithm in China, but they, you know, they, put it over here and we get to be on it as many hours a day as we want in China. They can only be on it for one hour a day. And that one hour has to be educational. So they can only watch education videos in China because they realize how addictive and horrible it is. But us as Americans, we like, I mean, I'm on my TikTok. I'm like, Ooh, the story's on TikTok, and it's all just popping zits. And like, <laughs> I, 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 like cleaning here, like my, I'm on like zit TikTok, and I'm like, wow. And that's like me just being a dummy at two in the morning, just like fascinated with popping zits. And over in China, they're learning to educate themselves through this app. But China realized China sent this app over to destroy us. And I think it's so funny, but it just seems like such a perfect example of where we are. Is that we'd rather. We want the entertainment. We want yeah. this, and, you know, constant. And then to take it a step for further, we even know that they are using it to spy on us, and we still don't get rid of it. Not right. only is it addicting, yeah. not yeah. only is it ruining his self-esteem, it, it, we still keep it knowing full fucking well. Then they go, oh, we won't let it in government buildings because yeah. during the <laughs> pandemic, they were just all up in everyone's right. business through right. TikTok. And I'm like, who, who why, why is this still allowed here? Yeah, and again, <laughs> that it's it's like... We cannot face facts altogether as to what's happening to us. Nope. Perfect example, COVID. Like, it became a thing of freedoms rather than this is killing us. This <laughs> yes. is a problem for yes. every single person, rather, whether you get an abortion or you don't, you're fucking idiot. But <laughs> you're it's right. the same, same climate change. Same too. with TikTok, same with climate. It's, it's becomes a thing about freedoms and individuality and your rights and we and and listen china you know they're being run by a dictator and and yeah. then and they don't have any i mean they're not even they're not doing anything no. yeah. but <laughs> we can't the the fight that we're having it's almost like we're you know it's like the internal struggle somebody has like when they're a kid we're like a weird teenager or something as a country which is gross. Which is gross. It's literally the worst part of a of a of growing of an up arc of life is when you're a teenager. Absolutely. America's in reverse dog years. We're like Benjamin yeah. Buttoning it. You know, yeah. like we're just like we started very wise, and we seem to just be dumbing down and dumbing down and dumbing down. And listen, I'm saying I'm dumb as well. Like I'm not saying I'm above anybody. I just think some of this stuff is ridiculous. Like even to throw it back to the the Joe Biden, you know, paper, you know, in the the locked closet by his Corvette. I mean, I really wish. It, at a certain point, like there's going to be differences. Like, listen, 
let's I want to compare these to what they found at Trump's. I want to compare because I do want to like, you know, they say there's five documents there. They thought they had got them all. Then there was one on Sunday that, uh, you know, once the lawyers found it, they called. But I, I would love to imagine right now, like George, George W. Bush and Barack, like, are they are they like scared? Are they like oh, digging through stuff? Of, like, there's that. I thought that too. I'm like every fucking president that's still living is like, oh fuck, let me go out to the garage. Yeah, shit. Oh, oh. Yeah. they just have papers. It's like you find a Rite Aid receipt from 17 years ago. You're like, oh crap, this is just, and it's the, probably the dumbest. This is what I told you. I go, oh what is it? Like some thing that Michelle Obama went shopping at Saks, and it was a Secret Service report where they just that was classified because the, her whereabouts couldn't be known, or something with Barack Obama's daughters. It's literally from Joe Biden when he was vice president, and that even something as small as their whereabouts is classified because they, their family can't be known. You know what I mean? It's like, you know yeah. it's something so dumb. And and you're absolutely right. But of course, Republicans are cock-blocking getting any rationality at all. That's why we're people are freaking out about gas stoves and all of the, even with the documents, they are using this so hard and it's so horrendous because we just gave it to them on a silver platter. You want to go, oh, it's just a bummer. What a bummer. I, what a bummer. I thought that he was, I think that he was went because they found this all, I guess in December and then they didn't say, and that's where I was like, here's where the dick. Oh, no, they in. found it. No, they found the first in November. Okay. And so that's where I was like this too bad. Yeah. Like, Oh, you kept it. Like they kept it secret. It's like, damn right, bitch. We yeah. kept that shit yes. secret. Go fuck yourself. Too bad. Yeah. too bad for you. Yeah. Too bad. Well, we, we also see, you know, just from studying history, we also know when those things do get leaked, like, you know, America doesn't seem to, um, you know, look at the intricacies of any kind of argument or the no. context or anything like that. They just see the headline and then they go, that affects my vote. Like that's, and I really, I really wish that wasn't true, but it does. I've seen time and time again, affect that from Hillary's election the first time when she didn't win to, you know, like all of those things really do matter. Those headlines. So, uh, I'm fine with having a special prosecutor or special counsel in there, figure it out. Like if, if this dude really committed a crime, I'm willing to be all ears to hear it. Uh, but I also hope we have those same ears ready for the investigation that's going into Donald Trump. And the sad thing is with Donald Trump, though, is that, come on, everybody, we all kind of like in the back of our head goes, yeah, I do think Donald Trump would sell secrets. Like, of I do. Of course. I do. That's and why that's like, yeah. that is, And that is where you go. Every Just time, like, it's like you're looking at apples and oranges. Joe Biden is a stand-up guy, so like, and Donald Trump's a fucking—he's uh, a, a Ponzi yeah, scheming, tax evading, money laundering, <laughs> sexual harassing, corrupt to the fucking teeth, fat yeah. ass, <laughs> fucking golf, <laughs> shitty golf playing, whore mongering, pussy hound, young woman, <laughs> fucking skank. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but Joe Biden. <laughs> Is not. So Hunter maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but that he's not president and he wasn't making any laws. If you're mad at nepotism, then you got to be mad at the world because you can't yeah. be looking at tr Biden's son uh, while looking at Trump's kids. Like the whole thing is so hypocritical and so just but we can't I still haven't heard one Democrat. We haven't had our dick. We haven't had our moment no. where we're like, fuck you guys. To Mitch McConnell would literally look us all in the eye and go to your brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has, that, he has a dead turtle stare. Yeah. Or, yeah. What is the crime we're looking for here with Hunter Biden? Like what? That he. Well, I mean, there's all that all that rumors. Always you, the same rumors like Burisma, the you know, the the deal supposedly, you know, he was a consultant and like. But why is that a crime? 
oh, it is. I mean, it's just bad business, yeah. and it's also nepotism business. But it's, it's not, like, still it's not like, a it, crime. It's exactly the stuff that uh, Donald Trump's kids do yeah. over in Saudi Arabia by selling condos and stuff. Yeah. It's like Jared Kushner got a loan from Saudi Arabia, supposedly sitting oh, at the fucking billions. soccer. Billions. Like, oh, just, oh. On the very first day of even Trump getting inaugurated, he bought the hotel next to the White House and started charging people to stay there. Like <laughs> yeah. from day one. And doubled and, the, the fees and doubled at mar Right. It's yeah. just like, and you're crying about Hunter. And you're still crying about yeah. Hillary's emails. Hillary's emails. There's the buzzword. Gonna, That's the original gas stove. Hillary's emails. Yes. yes. It's it, awful. It That's is, why we hate this podcast. I can't. Yeah. I can't. And all I can look down is the next two years. It's what I keep. And you... And, and you did make me feel better, Ryan, saying that maybe it's always been like this and we go through it. You know, the stress of the elections, we've now had this podcast for, I guess, like seven years, I guess. So for, since 2016 of the election. So it's like, okay, every two years we're like, oh, fuck, are we going to get the House, are we going to get the Senate and goddamn Raphael Warnock and fucking what's going to go ahead? We're going to go yeah. through it. But that's one thing. But this, like, I just feel like we te we teed up with like impeaching that motherfucker twice like now, I, yeah, I now we're in for some awful. We are because I think that we awoke. <laughs> we woke, woke, we woke. <laughs> oh no, wokeness. <laughs> we woke both sides of wokeness. Whatever it is important to both sides, they are like a teenager where they're exploding and being like, "I'm important. I my shit's good. I no, 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 no. I want my freedom. I want to have guns. I want to have that." Well, it's like we're living through everyone's fucking personal goddamn freedom awakening, regardless of what it is. So now we're half of us are for one thing and half of us for for another, and I think that we're in for a fucking bumpy ass ride because no one is giving in to anything, and we're seeing well, it in the house. In my but it's, it's, it's exactly what, uh, you know, I was mentioning at the beginning was just like, it would be comforting if I really thought they were out to get some big thing, like some big bills passed and like for the people and all that stuff. But it's just not that. It's just more about tearing shit down, uh, yeah. you know, trying to get people in jail. Yeah. You know, like that's like their first week was all about. That's and like, yeah, about. I'm going to calm down. But like, you know, the messaging got out like, oh, we're, we're doing real business. Like, what is the deal with George Santos now? That's that's also that's another thing. That's where I, not after the whole January 6th, <laughs> we're, we're going to go through that. Zero consequences. And I'm like this. Because uh, we can't stand, like, first of all, CNN is done. Like, CNN can go fuck off. They're, got, they're now trying to be yeah, more in the middle. Their reboot isn't going well. Beyond. So CNN is doing that. But already with MSNBC, too, like, where were the journalists? <laughs> where were you? We lost the house. That motherfucker is a full liar. We did not yeah, one person research. It turns out this guy's been lying his whole life. You could have dug in a little bit. Yeah. yeah where was the Democratic Party? Where was the opposition research? Yep. Where's the news media? Yep. Why aren't you looking into the close races and seeing who? Do your fucking job. Yep. All you want to do is sit around and pontificate about Biden's docs and classified documents. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah, all like they the, want to talk yeah, about this is, is active lying. This is active. Yeah. This is somebody actively committing a crime and also basing like, I mean, a lot of people voted for him for certain reasons. And now it's like every like they're pulling out clips that are hysterical. Now, he just said he went to he went to a college on a volleyball scholarship. <laughs> yes. Both yes. Out. It is beyond. He's like, I played volleyball for my I whole time you, at College. The dude has multiple names. Like somebody was saying, like, because he was uh what was it? Anthony DeVos was the other name. Like I was watching clips of him at a uh, like a Republican <laughs> mixer where he was asking questions as this name, Anthony. And one of the guys even that had like known him from these events says, 
okay, Anthony or George or whatever <laughs> is like they even knew him to be a liar back then that is he looks like someone who wears like skin at night other he does skin. yeah he it's does just, oh no he looks like pinocchio yeah. i want to be a real boy yes. i want to be a real boy exactly you know? that's why i'm saying skin. yeah he goes into the mirror puts lipstick yeah. around this all his says, i'm worth it yeah. i'm not a whore <laughs> i'm not <laughs> a whore i'm really good at volleyball i'm so good at it i'm he great the at lotion it in the basket it puts the lotion in the yeah. basket why is... do we have no but why is there no recourse on something like this? The fact that the media yeah. missed it and now there's no consequences. It's like, you know what? Go storm the Capitol again and fucking take a shit on Nancy Pelosi's death. Just do it. Nothing's going to happen to you. Yep. We know people in the House gave those people tours, but yep. we never got their names. Yep. Why? But the, the other thing too I was thinking about is that like, okay, so, you know, it's like they're proving that, you know, for the Republicans, they'll take anybody. They will take any. You could, you could legitimately... Uh, run as a Republican and win. You don't have to have um, the schooling. You do not have to have the service work. You do, like you just have to find somebody that's willing to funnel seven hundred thousand dollars into yeah. your account to run with and be some kind of puppet and be able to like this is somebody. It's like a George Costanza. It's like you you know you've got to really be in, in okay with telling lie after lie and like digging in when you're caught and yeah. never. You know, just not facing any kind of music. This guy is trying to sit there with his head held up high. And I'm like, weirdo, you should be ashamed at this point. Like, Republican or Democrat, you should be. Do not hold your head up high. Yeah. You lied about everything. Everything. He worked at Goldman Sachs. He worked yeah. at Citigroup. He's a fucking descendant of Holocaust well, he survivors. Died in 9/11. He, <laughs> died, <laughs> he died in 9-11. Yeah. He's literally lied about fucking everything. And it doesn't matter. And they no. and they put him there so he'd vote for Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. And then I saw an interview which made me even more horrified where they were talking to <laughs> asshole numb nuts on the street in his district who were like this. Yeah, no, I'll vote for him again. Mm. Like I think they're like, I think it's wrong he lied, <laughs> but I'm not voting for a Democrat. It's like shit like you that. Know what right. I, I also hate about this is that, you know, like, you know, he's an openly gay man. And I feel like that almost gave the Republicans of like, look, we like gay people yes. too, you know. And I'm like, this, is a, this yeah. isn't a representative of gay people, mm-hmm. and I'm like, stop that. This is a horrible representation. Oh, like no. you're, you know, gay people should be ashamed of this man, you know. Of course, every, and we are every person. And he's the kind of person that I, my mother always. We're Jewish, and any time, like, a Bernie Madoff or any Jewish criminal would be, like, on the news, she'd be like, oh, oh, God, oh, no, this isn't good. Because it's the last, like, we need this, we've got all these other problems, and now this asshole's going to do us in like this? It's like we have enough people hating gay people or enough people hating Jews, now we got this guy? Oh, great. Yeah. It's it's just horrible. And he's fucking, and he, he is really gay. I mean, he seems I to mean, be gay. I have a feeling he'd sleep with women for the right price. Yeah, you know? I mean, I wasn't sure. I mean, you think he's gay because he sounds gay and he looks gay and you look gay, you're going to be gay. But yeah, I swear to God, why. I thought he was married before. His reality distortion field is so incredible. And it like, is. You're right. Is, if this was a, an episode of Veep or something, I would really dig it. But like, it's our actual government. So like, I'll get caught up watching clips of George Santos lie, like, or call into a show. And I, I'm like, this is hysterical. And it would be so much more funny if it was uh, fiction, you know? 
Yeah, it's like enjoying Trump, which we used to do wildly all the time. Oh, we'd be I, fully I, laughing. I, I, I admit yeah. that completely that yeah. I used to watch every season of The Apprentice. I thought it was this shit. But that's also, I was the guy that watched every season and also goes, oh, there's no way he would even run and then win. No. Like, yeah. I didn't believe it ever. Well, what do you think is going to happen the next two years? As, as uh, You know what? I, I, I will say I do see a slight ray of hope uh, from the midterms. Um, I do, you know, it really will get down to what we were talking about earlier is messaging. Like if the Republicans can continue to scare us so easily, um, you know, I, I, I'm very scared. And they're also going to have to, to make up their mind if they're going to tie themselves to Trump fully or not. If they tie themselves to Trump, I'm actually a little less scared. Oh yeah, because, me too. I agree. You know, if they get if they cut ties with Trump, because I feel like that like the the devil has been let loose in the party already. So the Trump thing is like that guy's kind of already kind of making a joke of himself yeah. in a lot of ways, and you'll see them kind of certain like even uh, Sarah Huckabee on the the news shows this weekend wouldn't uh, fully endorse Trump if he ran again. She'd be like, "Oh, I'm just thinking about next week," you know, and I'm like, "That's not a good sign," and. So it really depends. Like, I, I, I think I would be less worried because then I feel like they throw away the game. But if they do cut ties with Trump, then I'm actually a little bit more worried because if they can keep the fear messaging out there and then get behind, you know, I guess what, Ron DeSantis or something. I don't yeah, know. It's, uh... It really is becoming more and more a fight of um, trying to – It's you know, the Republican Party seems like they want to keep themselves rich and yeah. really rich white people rich. But they use the poorest of the white people to vote for them and yeah. to scare them. And that's yeah. you know, so it's dumb. really weird. They don't want to get them rich. Like nope. Trump doesn't want to help any of those people. Nope. He just wants their vote, you know. And and the Republican Party really seems to me very much like that. And it really makes me sad because, you know, when you look at their policies, it's not truly helping us. Well, no, not and, at all. And that's why you, when you said they don't seem like they care about their kids, they don't. They literally yeah. will dump into the water source that their grandkids drink. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. They'll take every regulation away, not pay any taxes. They know the earth will set, be set fire, and they're like, I'll be dead. What do I care? Yep. I'm already 90. Yeah, that, I mean, that's yeah. the feeling I get is that they're, yeah. they're definitely not looking towards the future, you yeah. know? <laughs> well, tell, tell our 14 listeners, I'm, they better already be listening to you. Brandy and Julie are on the podcast this week. So maybe even start there, but it's called So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, it's a daily podcast uh, for uh, Cloud 10 and iHeartRadio. We also have a YouTube channel, um, I'm trying, a Patreon where I do even more episodes. There's so much content out there. Oof. It can be overwhelming. So just pick a guest that you like, or Mondays we do a pop culture roundup, uh, but I recap shows, all that kind of stuff. So just pick something you like and give it a shot. But if not, it, it, I'm just glad to be here. So don't worry about that. Just Okay, we love you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah. I really appreciate you having me on again, and I'll talk to you later this okay. week. Okay, Talk bye. to you later. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the 
part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because it's damn near impossible to find an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note when half the country are mind-controlled members of a morally bankrupt right-wing cult and the rest of us are whiny, entitled virtue signalers who are too busy keyboard fighting with our own side to win the war. We celebrated the de facto 300th anniversary of this segment last week, and since this week is my birthday, I'm quite sure we will be celebrating me. (laughs) You are correct. Okay. This week is a very special So There's That. We have once again made it to the yearly Brandy Howard birthday (laughs) extravaganza. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast from the beginning, we already said... And if you know Brandy at all, then you know she hates her birthday. She hates hearing about it, talking about it, referring to it, pointing at it, or any semblance of giving attention to it, or, you know, making way for Satan and his way of making us feel old and bloated and self-questioning and insecure and inferior and unsuccessful and ugly. Every year, Brandy's birthday comes barreling into the atmosphere, and as much as I and everyone around her wants to give her gifts and dinners and happy birthdays, she will just as soon punch you in your birthday face (laughs) than hear those words. So instead of harping on it and piling on the natural course of our human existence, I've tried to figure out a way to just make this part of the year a Brandy holiday, like Hanukkah or Christmas, or even better, a holiday where no one is forced to give gifts Post Instagrams, tweets, Snapchats, Snapchat, <laughs> TikToks, or Facebooks, where no one is made to feel lonely, isolated, and obligated. A holiday that is so exciting and so special and spiritual <laughs> because the only thing in it that matters is the love that's in our hearts and the expression <laughs> of that entirely and wholly through the power of song. Brandy, on this day, and you know I can get corn, so get into it. I want to say that in my life, I don't have a lot of friends and I don't believe in much, but your friendship and collaboration has not only inspired me, but makes me feel like I'm surrounded by a crowd cheering me on, supporting me when I think I can't possibly go on, protecting me from intruders and murderers and (laughs) making me feel safe and powerful and proud and talented and loved. You're a loyal, fierce, generous, thoughtful and horribly savage as fuck, friend. And there are days I don't know if I want to kill you, adopt you, or swaddle you, or smash you, or marry you. Platonically, of course. You're the best friend a person dreams of having. You're the girl from the movies. You're a dream and a nightmare all come to life. And you have made my life have purpose, meaning, and direction. I love you. Happy birthday to you. To Pam. And to all of us, because we are lucky to know you. Oh, that's so nice, my mom. <laughs> and now, the tradition continues. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, you can stop listening now and just join the Patreon. <clears throat> okay. Every year. I remember all my life (laughs) Raining down as cold as ice Shadows of a man A face through a window Crying in the night 
The night goes into morning's just another day. Happy people pass my way. <laughs> Looking in their eyes, I see a memory I never realized. How happy you made me, oh Brandy. Well, you came and you gave without taking. That's true. But I sent you away, oh Brandy. Well, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking. And I need you today, oh Brandy. I need to sing it a little more romantically. Oh, okay. Standing on the edge of time. Thank you. Let's get some feeling in it. I've walked away when love was mine. I'm caught up in a world of uphill climbing. Tears are in my eyes and nothing is rhyming. Oh, Brandy. <laughs> well, you came and you gave without taking. But I sent you away, oh Brandy. Well, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking. <laughs> and I need you today, oh Brandy. <laughs> Ryan Bailey's gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday's a dream. I face the morning crying on a breeze. The pain is calling, oh Brandy. Well, you came and you gave without taking. And I sent you away, oh Brandy. Well, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking. And I need you today, oh Brandy. Well, you came and you gave without taking. And I sent you away, <laughs> oh Brandy. Well, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking. And I need you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Is it the the words that make you cry or is it the chord progression that <laughs> makes you cry? <laughs> so there's that. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast, listening to my stupid birthday song <laughs> for another year. I never gets old. I love it so much. <laughs> it's the only thing I like about my birthday. <sighs> we love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics or my stupid fucking birthday, <laughs> please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. We do two a week, every week. There's no politics, no ads, no structure, no rules. And best of all, no pressure to join the Patreon. 
So let me just repeat that for the reviewer who left a shitty review in 2020 complaining about our endless Patreon sales pitch. There are no ads on our Patreon podcast, but that one isn't free. Uh, no, but it's a dollar. You get one podcast a week for $1 and two podcasts a week for $2. This, at this point in the show, I literally can't say the word podcast. No. It sounds yeah. like podcast. Yeah. Podcast. And when you I su- can't say Patreon. I can't make the R. Patreon. I go like Patreon. Pa- <laughs> Payton. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to hundreds of hours of podcasts. And there's a list and there's a list right at the top of all our most popular episodes. So you'll know right where to go. Plus, you get the philanthropic satisfaction of knowing that with one single dollar, you're contributing to what has become basically our sole source of income since we got kicked off Bravo. Think of it like supporting a small business if the small business wasn't a real business and was more like a charity, but the kind of charity that you can't write off. And doesn't give to anything. Yeah, and doesn't uh, help people. Doesn't help anyone. And isn't a charity. Nope. At all. Re- Republicans should like that. <laughs> I mean, but if being pressured to help us pay our bills out of the kindness of your heart isn't working, then we have a free episode for you to listen to just to see if you like it. You can click on the link in the description below this podcast. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. There's a link on every page. It says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. You can listen to the whole hour right there from your phone or computer. You don't have to download anything or sign up for anything. It's super easy. Yeah. Just try it. There's a whole world. Even Ryan Bailey has a Patreon. There's there's so much content waiting for you that's, b- quite frankly, better than what you're getting for free <laughs> on fucking iTunes yeah, or Apple so Podcasts. Much. Yeah, and it is so easy. And if you decide to sign up, all you have to do is import our Patreon podcast feed one time into iTunes or whatever podcast player you're using right now, and then it'll just automatically show up there every week next to any other podcast you subscribe to. If my mom can figure it out, anyone can. Happy birthday, mom. She doesn't even <laughs> use social media, my mom. So, And she right. does it, and she... I mean, I don't even know what kind of, I mean, I, I don't want to put her on blast. I feel like she probably has like an iPhone 11. No, maybe she has a 13. Oh, well. I don't know. Well, she did it. She can figure it out. She can also yeah. build a mean squirrel community. Yeah. Okay. She, the lady needs yeah. her own TV show. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely confusing at first, though, but all it takes is like five minutes of poking around the Patreon page to figure it out. Plus, our Patreon friend community is especially friendly and helpful if you have any questions or you can just message us directly from your Patreon account. That's how Nick messaged us and nick nick really made my whole birthday and it was all from a dm on patreon and he said it gave him such a lift and he has clinical depression he said my song made your birthday that's right that's right i forgot (laughs) and as always it's been real and it's been fun but mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb and ryan bailey and january 19th and happy birthday to you thank you how'd you do i see you've met my faithful hand in hand he's just a little brought down because when you knocked he thought you were the candy man don't get strung up by the way i look don't judge a book by its cover i'm not much of a man by the light of day but by night i'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Oh, I 
If you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man. With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 